some of the best patient interactions I've ever had involve talking to parents about the weight of their children so we can make sure that their antibiotic is dosed correctly. Welcome to Level Up Your Pharmacy Practice, a podcast you can tune into each week to learn about best practices, new technologies, and staffing resources to level up your pharmacy practice. This week's episode is why pediatric weight matters. Pharmacist Jake Galdo and Kelsey Holder, a clinical pharmacist at SEMO RX Pharmacies and PGY1 resident with the University of Missouri in Kansas City. Kelsey will talk about the importance of using the correct weight for pediatric patients' medication doses. Welcome, Kelsey, to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. You know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so my name is Kelsey Holder, and I am a PGY1 community pharmacy resident with the University of Missouri, uh, Kansas City, and LNS Pharmacy um, in Charleston, Missouri. I recently graduated from St. Louis College of Pharmacy, and I decided to complete a residency here at LNS, and I've gotten to work on a lot of great projects while I've been here, including the one that we're going to talk about today. That's awesome. That's really exciting. And, you know, I love that you got your school's name right, because I always butcher it and I feel terrible whenever I get it wrong. So I'm not even going to attempt to do it, but we're, we're really thankful that you're, you're here with us. And so, you know, before we even jump into what your project is, why did you want to do a community residency? So I, I'm going to be honest, I wanted to do hospital pharmacy and residency and hospital pharmacy was that's what like, I always wanted like to do. That's fighting word, Kelsey. I know, I know, I know. But then I did a rotation here at LNS and okay. I loved it. I loved it here. And I'm from the area. So, you know, I'm very familiar with this area of Missouri. And I kind of just, you know, met Bianca, met the previous resident, and we kind of just talked through it. And they were like, you'd be a perfect fit here. And they kind of discussed what I would be doing. And I was like, I, I love this. And, you know, it's getting to be a you know, a staff pharmacist, I do staff some, but it's more the clinical side that I like, because obviously I wanted to do hospital pharmacy because of the clinical aspect of pharmacy. And so, um, you know, I get to work on the non-dispensing side, do clinical services, which is where these great projects come in. And, you know, I'm really enjoying being here because there's a lot to offer here. It's not just, you know, a community pharmacy, you know, we're working on a lot of different things. You know, right now we're working on vaccine hesitancy, which has been fun to go around to the community and try to vaccinate everybody. And, you know, I've just really liked being in the community aspect because, you know, you do get to develop great relationships with your patients, especially, you know, when you see them on a weekly basis or, you know, on a monthly basis. You know, I've not been here very long, but I've already started to develop really close relationships with my patients, which I probably would not have gotten in the hospital setting. I mean, that's awesome. And, you, and, and I love that. You know, why, why go to the hospital when I see you once when I could have you in my community and I see you every week or every month? You know, you know, you know that you've made it when they start to bring you desserts for the holidays. So just like that's your litmus test. 
right? That's how I'm you waiting, know it's going to All right. The other thing that you could do is you can probably talk to Tripp and Richard into this. There's some friends that I got down in uh, North Carolina and also in Louisiana. And they, they put fruit out and just give out fruit because we know that food insecurity is a tough thing at times. And I talked to this one guy, Joe, and he likes to give out fruit because he likes the patients to come back and give him cobblers. <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, you could actually, you know, really engage in the, in the community yeah, and hint towards what you want by giving them the particular fruit, <laughs> fruit. for the, the cobblers that you need. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, it's a good idea. Yeah. I love that. Patient engagement. Um, and so I think it's really interesting that you say that you wanted to be in the hospital to be clinical, but then you realize that you can be just as clinical in the community. And I think that ties in really, really well to your residency project and what you're working on. Now, spoiler, I already kind of know what it is. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that it involves antibiotics, but tell us what your project is. Yeah, so my, uh, it's my research project. It's a project that I'm working on here for the year, and it's going to evaluate the accuracy of pediatric weight-based dosing for antibiotics um, within our pharmacy setting, the ones that we've gotten. And so I plan in this project, I'm going to retrospectively look at data that we've pulled data probably from the past year and kind of evaluate what we've already dispensed to patients um, kind of as a baseline moving forward because I'm going to also implement a workflow change or try to implement kind of like a workflow process where, you know, us as a pharmacy staff, the technicians, the pharmacists can kind of work together to make sure that we are getting the appropriate information that we need to process um, besides what's legally needed. Uh, to process an antibiotic prescription, especially for pediatrics. And so I'm going to be looking prospectively as well um, to kind of see how the workflow process changes and, uh, you know, compare it to how it was, you know, when we didn't necessarily have the workflow process. And I guess the workflow process that I'm going to implement, I'm going to try to implement eCare plans um, so that we're kind of continuously documenting that, you know, we've checked the patient weight, we've checked the diagnosis code, we've checked the guidelines and, you know, make sure that when we document it, you know, whether it was right or wrong, I can go back and look and say, okay, we actually documented that we called the prescriber, we documented that it was correct. And so we went ahead and dispensed it without having to contact the prescriber. And so, you know, I'm just... Right now, like I'm in the early stages, but I'm going to, you know, train the staff to, you know, when we get a prescription that meets the criteria, you know, make sure, you know, we have a weight. And a lot of the weights and diagnosis codes come through the e-script. If it's written electronically, it's sent in through the e-script. So, you know, most of the time it's probably already there or at least in their profile where they can find the information and go look for it. And then, you know, as we go through workflow, you know, the pharmacist will check with the guidelines to make sure that it is the appropriate dosing and dispense it if it is, or, you know, contact the prescriber if it's not. I mean, I love it. That's really, really exciting. So what I'm hearing is that you guys are starting to make sure that you have a child's weight on file. Like, let's just start with bare minimum. Do I have the kid's weight on file? And because I have the weight on file, I can actually verify is the dose correct? Which, yes. which in hindsight is kind of crazy when you think that 
we've been dispensing for decades. I personally have dispensed for a decade at this point. And you're telling me that I'm supposed to know the weight right. to make sure the dose is right, which does make sense, right? Because we're always taught, here's the drug, it's dose 25 to 45 mg per kg, and that's how you, how you write the prescription. But it's almost like we, we missed the memo in pharmacy school that we don't do that part. We take the final dose and verify it is the correct weight or vice right. versa. Like if I have 600 milligrams twice a day of amoxicillin, that's 1200 milligrams a day for a patient. So if they're getting 25 to 45 mix per kg, I'm not pulling out a calculus or an abitrist to, uh, to calculus, calculate this right now, but we would be able to say that that patient should weigh between 30 and 60 pounds. Right. And so what you're saying is that you have that like 30 to 60 pounds, are they the right weight? Because you know the child's weight or you ask what right. she weigh and do they fall within that parameter of what is an appropriate dose? And when it's not, that's an issue. Right. Yes, exactly. And, you know, it is interesting because it's something that we shouldn't be doing, but it's something that, you know, a lot of places don't already do. And it's such an important part when you think about you could be underdosing, you could be overdosing, you know, I mean, you could lead to treatment failure if you don't give the appropriate. And we're just assuming that it's already correct. But then when you go in, a lot of the times you find that it's not been prescribed correctly. And so you kind of were like, well, yeah, maybe I should be checking this more often than, I'm, than I am. Right. So I know that you said that you haven't implemented anything yet because you're working through like the research and, and the rigmarole of that. But I mean, this has to be top of mind of you. Even when you're staffing now, you're thinking like, this is something I should be thinking about or I'm, I'm concerned about. So even though you haven't implemented anything, have you started to identify errors in the process or have you identified uh, places for an intervention? Yes. So, you know, uh, as a staff, we have found a few that have been dosed very wrong. And, you know, we've kind of one came in right at like closing time. And so we looked at it and the other pharmacist here was like, this doesn't look right. Double check that I'm correct that it doesn't look right. And I looked at it, I'm like, that is not right. <laughs> like very underdosed, like so underdosed. It was like not even gonna, I don't know, it was so underdosed. It was homeopathic so, is what you're saying. Yeah, it was probably like a good, thousand milligrams less than what they should have been like it was like wow. really dosed wrong and so the other pharmacist who was actually staffing at the time you know came in and said double check it I double checked it and I was like yeah this isn't right and so you know we went on like the goose chase of like trying to contact the prescriber after hours because by that point their clinic's already closed and it's closing time on a Friday and so we're like this patient could show up on a Saturday and, you know, the dose is not right. You know, we don't want to dispense it because it's so wrong. And so, you know, the other pharmacist called the clinic, got a hold, eventually got a hold of the doctor, probably after about an hour, got a hold of the doctor. And um, we were talking with the nurse and the nurse was like, no, this dose is correct, you know, based on a chart that they had in the office, based on the weight and, you know, the diagnosis, it was correct. And we're like, this isn't correct. Like you're, I, you know, we don't want to like tell you your chart's wrong, but your chart's wrong. Like it's really off. And finally the doctor was like, yeah, just, just dose it, <laughs> just dose it what it needs to be. And so we ended up getting it out uh, to the patient. They did come in on the Saturday because I was here and they picked it up um, with the right dosing. And yeah, 
but you know, when it comes, you know, during the day, it's not bad because you can contact the prescriber. They'll probably get back with you. But you know, when it's, when it comes in 10 minutes to closing and it's a Friday, so you know that the doctors probably already went home for the weekend, it's kind of difficult to get it, but you know, you realize it needs to be done because you know, it's hard because do you want to give them the medication so that they have it with the wrong dose because they have it? Or do you want to wait three days and make sure that it's the right dose? Um, which we ended up getting it fixed. So we didn't have a problem of like not being able to give them the medication that they needed, but you know. And see, I've seen the same same issue happen. And what I do is I try to draw the patient into the conversation. Sometimes it'll happen on a Saturday when they're in front of me. Right. So we know we're going to have all those difficulties, but they're literally right there. And it's like, all right, let's chat really quick. So I, I, I bust out a calculator and a little scratch paper and say, let's do math. And I often get, I'm not good at math or I don't want to do math. And I'm like, well, we're going to do it anyways. Let's talk about math. Like your child, you just told me your child is 50 pounds. The dose that was written is for somebody that is 10 to 20 pounds. I can give this to you now, knowing that is way incorrect or we can wait a little bit. And then I kind of push it on the patient, on the parent say, what would you like to do? And I want to wait for the right dose. I'm like, yeah, so do I, but I also don't want you mad at me. So that's why we're going to wait. And so you bring them into the conversation. You know, they, they come in expecting to get their medication and then, you know, they're thinking that their doctor prescribed it correctly. And then they're being told, oh, my doctor actually didn't prescribe it correctly. Like, why did I even go to the doctor if they're not even prescribing it correctly? But then it's like, you know, we are doing our best to make sure that they understand that, you know, we are yeah. trying to give them the correct medication and dose, which is a lot I've more even important had a than couple times. giving it is. the medication. Just make sure itself. the dose is right. Yeah. And I've had a, a couple times where I said it's too high. I'm calling to confirm the prescriber revalidates and says, hey, this is what's going on or this indication or that indication and, and gives me more information that I didn't previously have to mm-hmm. validate it. Really go down and say, hey, your doctor's dumb. Look at what they messed up. It's always <laughs> like, look, this is the recommendation from the American Academy of Pediatrics. That's the only thing I'm going off of. Right. It doesn't seem right. I'd like to engage you and your doctor in a conversation to find out what the dose should be because it'd make me feel better. And I think it'd make you feel better too. And it is amazing how receptive patients are to it. They're willing to wait. They're willing to talk about it because they know what we're doing and why it takes time. And it's also super fun asking them what their weight is. Like, hey, what's the weight? And they're like, why, why are you asking that? Oh, because drugs are dosed by And, you yeah. know, little Timmy down there changes weight every week. And I want to make sure it's the right dose. Oh, my God. Thank you. Like, let's do that. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a great way to engage patients. It is. And, you know, in the research project, I am making sure that, you know, we document, okay, the prescriber called and they do want that dose. You know, if a prescriber calls and they want it to be dosed, you know, wrong, you know, we have to document that they are aware (laughs) that, you know, maybe it is too much or maybe it's too little, but, you know, for that specific patient, that's what they wanted. Because, you know, at the end of the day, that, that is right as well, if that's what they want. And so just as long as we're ma- reaching out and say, trying our best to get, to get it changed based on what we know. Well, it's funny because I was, I was teaching a bunch of dental residents once and they asked me like, all right, so it says 25 to 45 mix per kg. How do I pick 25 or 45? I, went, I don't know. You're the one assessing the patient. You decide. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just going to check whether it's in that range. It's in the range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So, so it sounds like we think that that pediatric weights and just having those weights can start to influence practice. Any other thoughts on, you know, how we think pediatric weights can can influence practice or what it means to patient empowerment or patient engagement? I mean, just as a whole, like in general, it really increases the quality of care we give to our patients if we're actually actively going out and looking for that information. You know, it's something that we probably should already have on file when you think about it, but you know, it's not always, or, you know, you don't realize that you have it on file uh, because you don't realize that it's being sent with the the e-script. You know, there is a lot of times when I was looking and I'd be like, oh, we actually do have a patient weight on file, you know, and it's recent because it was just sent with this e-script. And so, you know, it really is like one of our duties is to, you know, have the patient's best interest in mind and make sure that we're providing the best patient care for them. And if we're overlooking, you know, something that's as important as a patient weight, especially when it's weight-based, dosed, like it's dosed weight-based, you know, it's, it would be a disservice to not use that information that we have to help them, you know, get the correct dose and get the patient care that they deserve and that, you know, we should be providing for them. And, you know, we don't wanna cause them, you know, we don't want, we don't wanna overdose them or underdose them, cause them to, you know, right. have to get another antibiotic two weeks later because their first, we don't wanna keep using antibiotics over and over. We can get into that discussion, but, you know, if it is underdose, you know, you are not treating them appropriately and they're probably gonna have to go back to the doctor and get another antibiotic. And then that it runs the rest of right. that's dosed inappropriately as well, you know. And it just keeps going. You know, it, it goes back to what is our charge? Our charge is to ensure the five rights when we touch a drug and get it to a patient. Is it the right patient, is it the right drug, by the right route, by the right frequency, mm-hmm. at the right dose? I always add the six for the right reason. Like, are we doing this for the right, right. reason? Uh, so I think that that all, you know, it makes sense. And it allows us to kind of uh, focus in on what we're doing when we dispense drugs. So any last advice you can give anybody on how to start to do this service? Yeah, so for me, you know, I would honestly start by just looking at the patient profile because like I said, like I was shocked with how many patient weights I already had on file. I just never went and looked for them. And I know on our dispensing software, you know, it goes to the patient labs and you can go and you can see the weight that's been pulled from the script. So, I mean, just starting there would be a good place to start because, you know, you, I don't know what other pharmacy dispensing software does, but like if it's with the e-script, I would think that it would be saved to the patient profile. Um, But then I would just tell, you know, pharmacists to just educate their pharmacy staff on how important it is that we do get this information. And while it's not technically required, it's very, you know, it influences the patient care that we give the dose. I mean, obviously it's based on the dose is based on that weight. So, you know, we want to get that weight when we can even get a diagnosis code. And, you know, that's why, you know, the quality metrics that, you know, we look at with the patient weights and the ICD-10 codes, which is why I wanted to implement the e-care plan in the first place, because it assures that we have that already on file. If we're inputting it into the e-care plan, we know we have that on file. We know we can pull that data and show that, you know, we went above and beyond to get it. And, you know, if you want to document it that way, you know, that's a way you can document and just, you know, let the staff know that it is important, educate them on how 
you want them to document it because at the end of the day, you know, you're going to know what works best for your pharmacy. And if that's, you know, calling the physician and getting the patient weight or getting the diagnosis code or whether that's asking the caregiver, you know, how much does your kid weigh? Because I know, you know, some caregivers, some parents will know how much their kids weigh, some won't. You have a clue what their kids weigh. Um, so, you know, just find what works best for your pharmacy and your workflow. And, you know, if it's calling every time, if it's looking in the patient chart and documenting, you know, just there are ways that you can do it without calling, but, you know, sometimes it is best to hear from the prescriber themselves and be like, no, this was the weight we got yesterday when they came to the doctor. I mean, awesome. Thank you. And it, it, it's, it's crazy you mentioned about like a, using a quality measure to, to track this, to say like, how am I doing and how do I get better, right? Because that's what quality does. It helps us get better. And I'll say that I, I looked at the data for your pharmacy and I looked at the data for the pharmacy I'm at and you crushed it. It was not 100%. It was like 70 some odd percent, which is still like, okay, like, yeah. I'm sure. But then you, you put it relative, which is what quality helps us do. And you compare it to my pharmacy at 0%. So clearly you guys are a five-star pharmacy and it is a reason that we need to start tracking it and getting better. So we have the information we, we need to make sure it's the right dose. Yeah. And, you know, we are proud of the fact that we did have that. And like I said, a lot of them, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know we were going to have that many whenever I pulled the data and I was like, oh, we actually do have quite a bit. And, you know, that's when, you know, we were realized, okay, this comes in with the script. So, you know, it's really not going to cause you know, we have to go look for it, but it's not going to cause that much extra time. You're not having to call the prescriber. You know, you can just go into their patient chart and you can look and it's already there. And, you know, at that point, it's like, yeah, you have to go and actually do the calculations. But, you know, that's something that we probably should have been doing all along. So, yep. Well, Kelsey, thank you so much for, for joining us today and good luck with the rest of your residency year and, and rocking out on this really interesting and exciting project. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Kelsey taught us a ton of things in today's episode, and I think there are three major takeaways. First, everyone and anyone should be implementing a workflow change to help pharmacy staff focus on pediatric weight. When we look at pediatric weight, we can understand what dosing is supposed to be and ensure that we are optimizing the care for our children. And you can start doing this in your pharmacy today by just making sure we ask our patients, what's your weight? 